Thanks for tuning in to Jin and Tantra. As always, please like, subscribe, share, and leave us a review if you would. It helps out the show. In this episode, we conclude our discussion from the previous levels of reality, but specifically here we are dissecting Gnosticism and the Gnostic idea that there are different potentialities for various personas via the Gnostic lens of the human being. We compare that to psychological and Ayurvedic models to try and find the places in which there are some truth to this, as well as highlighting the issues with labeling people as one way or another. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Jen and Tantra, spirituality with a twist. The podcast that takes Tantrism, Buddhism, Taoism, Sufism, Kabbalism, Shamanism, Chinese medicineism, <laughs> and all of the other isms we've been influenced by, and blends them into a tall, crisp, cool cocktail. Your spirit has been longing for. I want you to get together. Now, isn't that refreshing? I want you to get together. All right, so it looks to me like the next thing, because we're looking at things unique from Gnosticism that are thought-provoking, right? And you get to think of what you think about them. They definitely had this idea of different levels of beings intrinsically. So they really say certain parts of the Gnostic tradition for sure say this thing that like people are on sort of different places spiritually, psycho-spiritually, and they could divide people up into these different levels. So they'll say there are people who are sarkic, I guess is the way it's pronounced, and they're on the kind of the the lowest level of things and they're very... um, earthy and opportunistic and maybe manipulative and they talk about i mean there's different ways of framing this actually they also talk about people who are hylic and they're kind of again material people who tend to work really for their own benefit for the most part and they kind of say like they're not it's not easy for them to have these spiritual thoughts and insights and then they talk about people who are kind of in the middle i think sometimes you you hear the word psychic about this but not psychic like they're you know, like uh, ESPing and stuff like that. Not like our Dean Radin episode. There's a plug for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not psychic in that sense. But they're kind of like a little bit in between. Mm. Some parts of them are trying to, to strive in ways from a psycho-spiritual point of view to improve themselves. But in other ways, they're kind of like, they haven't really fully tapped into that part of themselves or something. And then they have people who are, they sometimes say, pneumatic meaning spiritual and they're more fully of um of a type that will get spiritual things gnostic things and so on Mm -hmm. so sometimes in the gnostic thing what they'll say is that this is intrinsically how people are there are beings in the world that are just intrinsically high like and they're kind of materialistic and a little bit you know that's how they are and they're ones that are kind of in between and they're ones that are sort of more kind of more intrinsically Gnostic just by their nature. So it's a weird question, and but it is something that Gnosticism brings up. I can remember back in the day, I had a friend from grad school 
and he had a spiritual teacher and someone he was really close with who started talking this way. And I was like, I never heard anyone talk this way before. But they did kind of start, they were talking this way. And he was saying, yeah, some people will intrinsically like see the matrix and pff, their whole world will go bang. And they'll realize something about their spiritual nature in the world. It'd be a lot easier for them to like have those thoughts, tap into those ideas because they're more like that intrinsically. They're just more kind of naturally of that space mm. and other people aren't. And it's a, it's a, you know, and the other people aren't going to get it and they may never get it. And by this theory, they're not going to get it because they're just not like that. So there's really this idea that there's just different types of living things that are just intrinsically different. So this raises this weird question. <laughs> I thought it's kind of a good discussion for us because we haven't really talked about anything exactly like this. It's a little bit like the hierarchy of psychology and beings that we did back in our Buddhist episodes on the Tibetan Book of the Dead. But even it's a little different because they're saying people are, are just different. So to me... On the one hand, this seems like totally not Buddhist, for example, because all beings are supposed to have Buddha nature. Uh, but on the other hand, to be honest, there are some Buddhists who talk this way. It's not like there's no Buddhists who talk this way. There are some mm. Buddhists that will say, no, beings are really different intrinsically. And some of them are going to get stuff from our perspective, what we're trying to teach and whatever. And some aren't. And it really has to do with just their nature as beings. So I think for you and I, obviously, we tend to go from more of the side that people have Buddha nature and everyone is equal in this sense. But Narcissism throws this question out. And it's kind of a, a, a somewhat weird or interesting subject to kick around to think about what it means and what you could do with that. You have an initial reaction to it, Dan though, Daniel? What do you think? Well, I mean, what do you mean by the... No, continue to expand a little okay. bit more. <laughs> well, obviously, you're more of the idea, Nick, no, all beings have Buddha natures, and there's no intrinsic difference between things. That's how you feel, too, right? Yeah, of course. I assumed it, so, okay. Yeah. So, that, so that's the idea. So there's this teaching that comes out. And I wanted to think, I, I was thinking, like, well, how does this connect? I wanted to present it so people heard it, because it is part of the Gnostic thing. And it's unique on some level, right, to talk this way. Some people are intrinsically like some part of them is seeking gnosis and other people aren't like that okay and they're just kind of on different they're almost different kinds of beings completely so the one thing about this that was kind of interesting to me when i thought about the two of us because we've known each other before we started doing this podcast was we are both really interested in the spiritual potential within people the psycho spiritual potential we are both very absorbed in this Mm -hmm. And if I went back in the time machine, I can remember certainly discussions we had where we were, we, were, we were asking this question, which is not an easy one, which is that there is a difference between what might be the spiritual potentiality of a person and kind of where they're at right now. That's not quite the same thing. So the one thing I thought is maybe thought provoking in this kind of hierarchical thing, which could sound really judgy and... Um, exclusionary elitist and kind of nasty so obviously i don't like those sides but on the other hand there is this weird problem do you remember these discussions there's almost like wow this person has this possibility of being this thing and we you get very absorbed in that possibility but then the person basically in the end will probably go back and kind of like go back to whatever their other you know the the, the expression of their nature that's not that thing you and, had, you and i had a lot of conversations about that back in the day does that ring a bell well, yeah, of course. I mean, this is, I mean, it's also, we, we talked about this when doing the, the kind of the relationship stuff that we talked about, 
mm-hmm. a while back is that like we that's will we, that's how we got to those conversations is yeah is that we sort of people and that you're really close with and you start friends or lovers or yeah we fall romantic lo- partners where you're like huh there is a difference i can feel the potential of this person but i have to also acknowledge that they're that's only one part of them yeah we we right? fall in love with aspects of the persona that we see you know and it doesn't we, have to be per, sometimes you use the word persona you mean stuff on the outside I think well psych, you know psyche the being yeah something you feel that's more inside the person yeah the be the, the being yeah, yeah you know? the being. Mm-hmm. um and then you you fall in love with it and and we sort of hope that that person sees themselves in the same way that we do and we we look past some of the stuff that maybe shouldn't be looked past, you know, in, in hopes that they'll yeah. eventually get to that thing. And maybe they will at some point, but, but it's not the, the, that the detriment to our lives and waiting for that point to ever come often is too much to bear. And, you know, we kind of have to move on for our own betterment. But I think the idea that like everybody has that potential, of course, is inherent in a view of beings as, as equally great. I guess what I find useful about it, which is why I thought first to present the idea because it's a part of narcissism, but also like, okay, what does this have to do? What can you learn from this? I think there is potentially a kind of a, a bias, which could actually turn into a character flaw mm. <laughs> in people who are spiritually inclined and maybe psychologically inclined, psycho-spiritually inclined where you're like, okay, I'm going to see that core of that person. That's how I tend to look at the world. I see these parts of this person that are more extraordinary or are more reflective of this Buddha nature aspect of who they are. Mm-hmm. And I like what you're saying, I don't fully take in the other parts of who they are. I kind mm-hmm. of like, there's a part of me that sees the potential, but glosses over the other parts, Yeah, which is kind of what you're talking about, right? Yeah. So what I do get is I don't think for either of us, we would say some people are intrinsically high, like, and like crappy. And some people are in the middle and some people are just naturally superior. I don't think that's anything we would ever want to say in a podcast ever, because we don't think that, but there is this thing of maybe having to accept that people really are legitimately in different stages of where they're at for themselves it's a bias too to say that they're in different stages of development because we're saying it's better to be a more spiritual person mm-hmm. obviously we're taking that attitude you could yeah. yeah but okay if we're going to take that attitude that that is better then people are in different different places along this thing and maybe that's a way to make use of this idea you look at somebody you go like well this person for whatever reason this is where they're at now they're a high like person and I could see that they had these other potentials, but they're kind of maybe more of like a material person. They're interested in the material world around them, you know, and uh, that's the headspace they're coming from. So let me accept that, you know what yeah. I mean? Or they're kind of in between. Okay, so I can relate to this part of this person that's, you know, I have more in common with maybe if I, if that's, you know, if I, the spiritual stuff speaks to me and I can also mm-hmm. accept the part that they're in this in-between space and, you know, and so on. So I, I think it's kind of like, I think there's some use in at least recognizing that. Mm-hmm. And I've been interested in this question for a while. You know, back in the day, I was doing these um, alchemical Chinese medical acupuncture um, CEU classes. And the whole, there was a whole question of how do you like start staging patients, for example, you know, and where they're at, you know, in terms of, you know, how they're thinking about these questions, because it's something that comes up. And what I noticed was, Say when you look in the Buddhist teachings, there's a lot to say once people get to be Buddhist where they're at. 
there's a lot of staging that people talk about, right? Or in the same in Taoism or something. But when you start talking about where people are at before they get into this stuff, they don't talk about it much at all, you know? And so it's almost like this Gnostic thing is like pulling it back a little bit to say, okay, where are people at from a very kind of like practical point of view? Even if they're not intrinsically like that at their core, this is how they're operating relative to the world at this time. I think there might be some use in that. What, and, and, you know, just so you can recognize that in people. That seem useful to you? I think it probably yeah, I mean, is this, to this me. It looks at, you know, they, they have this in psychology as well, right? And Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Right? Showing where they're at. I mean, they talk about this in the Ayurvedic tradition in terms of like which uh, chakra is dominant, you know, which chakras are dominant in a culture. There it has something in common. I mean, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is kind of weird because sometimes I think people have that imposed upon them. You possible know, in some shitty place and this just gets imposed upon you but yeah um but yeah i mean so that the, the yeah. idea of staging what i'm saying is i the get idea what you of, mean though yeah i get what you mean yeah. yeah the staging is definitely present in different in different cultures traditions you tend to take maslow in that way and say some people are more intrinsically interested in lower parts of that pyramid and some people are more intrinsically interested in higher parts of that pyramid for sure yeah and you, you know say. same same thing in the you know the chakra system is some people are far more uh, interested in the the, other, the upper parts, you know, the seeing and the things like this. And other people are more interested in money making and, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you want to baby making, that you know, in that chakra way. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it, it's, you know, it, it has, but, you know, it, I think, but to your point, regardless, you have to accept somebody for where they are, number one, because you have to accept the reality that you're given. And number two, if you're being honest, the, the temptation is like when you do have this Buddha nature idea to not do that. That's what we were talking about back in the day. There's a sure. part of you that sees that yeah. thing in people and you're like, ooh, that's there. Mm. But it's only a percentage of who they are, right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the other, I and think then you, the, you have to be realistic about it. Uh -huh. Yeah. The, the other part is in to, to accept it, but then take the whole thing into to consideration. Because if you believe yourself to be, you know, we'll say on a different part, on a different trajectory than that person is you may have one been you may have once been at that point yourself you know and so it's important to not be you know all like high and mighty as if you know we've achieved some level of something you know and and cast down upon others who have yet to or who we believe have yet to but if you're looking down at others then i can promise you you ain't that's 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 for sure you know you can feel hopeful for people but if you're making a judgment call that someone is you know not where you think they should be well who are you to think anything number one and if someone's wrecking their life well then you should have you know well you don't you could do whatever you want but it, it's important to have compassion from that for them from wherever you are and help to provide in whatever way that you can and help them along their way and if you're taking the entire life as an opportunity to learn then even people along the path in different parts of it should be able to teach you things if you're open to learning as opposed to other than from someone who you believe is quote unquote above you and, and more developed, you know, everything is open for uh, educational fodder. So what looks to me like, and I had this in the, the notes I was writing up for myself for the conversation is that then you kind of get to the, that these are not intrinsic states, like the way in some of the Gnostic teachings may talk about them, mm. but they're things that people can move between and maybe move in a more purposeful way, right? That you can kind of decide like okay i don't want to be high like <laughs> i want to be something else and you can like you're not just like stuck in that space 
So that looks like to me like one side of this, which is good, but it's kind of good to like kind of get a vibe for where people are at. Sure. Because that also puts you looking at people kind of realistically, you know, going, okay, you know, this is where this person is at. Let me like kind of interact with them from that space because that's kind of their space, right? You know, yeah. So I, I, I guess I feel like there might be some use in that, mm -hmm. right? And then there's a weird thing in the Buddhist Tantras that occurred to me as I was like thinking about this show yesterday. They do say, and it's a really tough question and maybe even an entire another podcast, <laughs> but it is this thing where they say, don't interact with people who are not in the same headspace with you too much. They kind of say that sometimes in those tantric teachings because they might kind of start to fuck your shit up. They kind of say that a little bit. So I don't take that super deep personally. I interact with all kinds of people all the time for my work and my whatever. And I don't walk around thinking, are they hylic? <laughs> are they pneumatic? Are they like somewhere in, but I don't think that obviously, mm. but um, it is an interesting question to think, okay, yeah. If you are aware that, you know, this person is really this different from you, then you start having this as a little, mental tool to go mm, yeah this person's a little bit more coming from this space you might think a little bit different about your relationship with them right and how you interact with them and i think there might be something useful in that does that make sense what i'm saying yeah i mean just i'm being like actually just pragmatic pragmatic if yeah. you're really a spiritual person and you're walking around trying to be spiritual all the time and you're trying to be spiritual with people who aren't in the same headspace not just some random people that you meet on the street or something like that you know you can always be nice with people but the people in your actual life that's a weird question. You have to figure out how you're going to handle that. There's, it's not there's, Scientology. You don't cut them off and no, move into a compound. <laughs> no, there, there's... Um, but there's there, something to be aware of. People are coming from majorly different headspaces. There's um, there's a guy who does some teachings. He's, he's some kind of a monk. And when he finished his monk training, he was, you know, where he was 10 or 12 years. And then he wanted to go into the world. And his teacher told him, you can move anywhere except for your hometown. If you move back yeah. to your hometown though the relationships the energy of those things will pull you back and will erase all of your training despite how much you think you're going to practice and keep it up it will take you back so i think that's on one side right it's kind of like the space i'm coming from and you recognize that either from your hometown or maybe you're like oh that relationship with that person they were really different for me they thought about the world really different we were coming at, they were more this space i was more this space not but, judging anybody right i could see how this is going to impact me so there might be something useful in that yeah but then it's the, a little harsh but know, then on, but on the other hand like if bobby what, t did real quick bobby t did say that about going back to new york he said it was hard yeah of course it's going to be a certain way of looking at him right? sure but my but they were then, coming from a different headspace but if you've if you've trans if you've done the work and you've done your transformation then you know gold is gold baby you can dirty it and you could burn it and you could cut it it's still gold you know so i don't i don't i don't you know you, you surround yourself with who you want to be surrounded by. That, that's all that it is. And if people support you in that, that's fine. But if you put yourself in too much of a bubble, you're going to have a hard time kind of interacting with people. And yeah, you'll you have you, a hard time getting out of the bubble. Yeah. You, that place where I was at, that was interesting because they did acknowledge like both sides of that. They said, once you start yeah. doing this Zen kind of serious, some of the people, uh, you're going to freak their shit out. Yeah. You're well, going to make them uncomfortable. On the other hand, they had this thing like, don't just keep yourself back in some monastery. Because they like people who are lay people. They said, yeah. no, you got to be out in the world. Yeah. Because otherwise, when it's time to leave the bubble, 
your bubble breaks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And and we don't want to break anybody's bubbles. Yeah. Okay. Or, got one. Or or maybe we do, and I don't have any time for anything else. Um, unfortunately. So oh, you got to, a boogie. Okay. I got a boogie right now. Yeah, for sure. So we'll have to save it for next time. Um, yep, yep. anyways, Eric, thank you so much for, uh, for putting this together and, and joining in and, and being the, the wind in the sails of our conversation. Thank you, uh, Daniel. And thank you everybody for, and for beneath my wings too. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. If you would, uh, get on Apple podcasts and give us a review, it definitely helps the, the show rank. We appreciate everybody listening. If you want to send us an email, hit us up at gin and tantra at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at gin and tantra for Eric. This is Daniel. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. You to get together. I want you to get together one time. I want you to get together. I want you to get together.